Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Happy Wednesday and welcome to Weigh In Wednesday, where we weigh in on anything and everything relevant to maintenance. We are in the maintenance support group where we have a whole bunch of members who are now in maintenance, including Odette, mm-hmm. who is the manager of the group. And of course, there's Anna, our director of group operations, who's in and out of maintenance, like working towards that weight loss goal, eventually 95, almost 100 pounds down. Um, I love the range of conversations. First of all, I do want to shout out to all of our members. If you want to come and join us on our panel, please let us know because we would love to have you. Hi, ladies. Welcome. How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm good. It's a snowy day. We are like holed up in our house today for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking on the phone to Anna. She was getting her kids in the middle of the snowstorm. I was like, be safe. Yeah. (laughs) Made it. I see. I made it thankfully, but it was, it was, it, it is crazy out there, but it's nice. It's nice. It's, it's winter. So this is what we're Feels expecting like winter today in Canada, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love a good snow day. I love, I mean, I never leave my house, which is very strange that I need to feel like I have a snow day. I need to feel like I have a snow day to make up for the fact that I never leave my house. So it kind of gives me an excuse mm-hmm. for kind of like hungering down. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Snow days I are a little you. bit calming too. Like you feel like, yeah. There's not this pressure to go out and do things. You can just stay home and it's, you know, it's a reason to just chill and bring it down a notch. Yeah. So can I just talk about that? Um, There was a question I had talking about pressure. Um, The pressure, this one here about, where was it? The one about feeling like um, family. Okay. I was so calm for so long, but I've hit the slippery slope creeping up and afraid I will also be a bad example and no longer an inspiration to friends and family who have joined. I never said much in the four programs uh, I was in, but I do believe in the program. Such a mental game. I thought I was at my family and forever, but I realized there is still more work to do. So I know we want to add and talk to this conversation about those who thought they were at that family and forever. And now they're deciding to go for more. So I think that's a separate conversation, but this, this feeling like a like they're no longer a, an inspiration to friends or family or that pressure to mm-hmm. even maintain your weight. Do you know what I mean? Doing it for other reasons other than just being in tune. Like, what do you think about that? Well, this, so this came last week and I, we saw it, I saw it after this finished and I, it resonated so much with me because I feel like I was her in that yeah. time. So mm. I was very quiet. Like even in my first tea time, you know, in weight loss group, I had said, like, I never said a word in the group. I was very quiet. We were very private about, you know, our, our weight loss journey. And then when I started getting out and seeing people, I had this new body and this new lightness and I did this thing and I lost this weight. 
And, you know, I had a lot of my friends join the group after, and I had a bit of a slippery slope too. Like when I thought I was in maintenance and that pressure to, to not put the weight back on, am I not going to be this role model? I feel like I should be this example, you know, and that pressure to just look a certain way and be a certain way. So I totally resonated with that. And really it, it took a bit of a shift in my mindset to remember all of the great things I did do. So I did inspire them to start because just starting is often the hardest, mm. you know, the hardest part. So if I could inspire them to start, that was one step. That was one way I wasn't a bad example. The next yeah. example was being totally open and saying, I don't have this, my shit all together yet. Like, yeah, I look like I do, but I don't mentally, you know, and just recognizing that was another major step of being a great example. Yeah. So yeah, like just, just, you know, there's going to be these bumps in the road and there's going to be these times where you feel like you're not doing it perfectly and you're not this great example and you don't have to be this statue of being perfect, you know, yeah. you, just, you just, what you did accomplish and this mindfulness that you're recognizing now at this point, that's inspirational. Like that's setting a good example. Yeah, I don't think it's anyone's job to even inspire other people. And if I think mm -hmm. that you do, that's amazing. Like you're not res you're not responsible for other people. You're not responsible for them reaching their goals. You're not responsible for their happiness or self-reflection. You're not responsible for any of that at the end of the day, you know, but that pressure is real. Anna, what are you going to say? Yeah, so I feel this so much because not only do I inspire, you know, a lot of my family and friends because of the amount specifically, you know, of weight I've lost, like the massive change that I've made. I mean, all of us have made a massive change, don't get me wrong, but like, yes, we all inspire our friends and family, but I, we're also doing, you know, a lot of my, my story is highlighted here, here and in the weight loss group and spill the teas and stuff like that. So I went through a phase where, I was like, where am I going to be inspiring people? Like I felt this, you know, but I felt it more, more on like this, this big platform level versus, you know, between friends and family. But, you know, I really soon, as I'm reflecting on this, I really soon realized that normalizing the struggles and normalizing everything mm -hmm. that you're going mm -hmm. through and, you know, showing that it's not, you know, a straight line and it's not exactly perfect and so easy. That's inspiring, right? Yeah. Like it's inspiring to, you know, talk about it honestly and be able to like share and express and be there as a support system to your family and friends and, you know, into this platform and stuff. I quickly realized that you don't need to be perfect to be inspiring, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading this comment here. I totally feel this. Being the weight loss poster child has been my jam. And it comes back to that imposter syndrome. Like, yeah, like I think some of it is that trusting that you're going, you're going to be fine. Like fluctuating on the scale is normal. Your weight is going to up and down. My weight goes up and down. You talked about at Christmas time. You're down almost 100 pounds. And I remember when we came back, you were like, oh, my weight's gone up. I indulged. I was stressed. And I feel like, how am I going to tell people that? I feel like this, the only person putting the pressure on you is you. And maybe this is why I'm just like an open book, right? Like I, I really like just putting it out there. Like there's nothing you can say to 
me about me that I are I'm not already aware of that I don't already know that I haven't already beaten myself up for do you know like the it's all about intention your intention if you're telling people about the program is to inspire them to do this amazing program mm -hmm. even if you gain the weight back and there's two reasons why people get three reasons honestly two I two major reasons why people gain weight back it's just not putting time into maintenance. And this is why you're still here, right? Um, not adapting to situational change. Like that's a big one. Like your, your whole routine is off your life. You know, uh, you know, everything changes in your life, your, your job, your relationships, like the stresses in your life. The other one I think is mindfulness. You, you have to continue to be mindful. Like you don't gain 20 pounds without noticing, but it can be hard to notice when you have so many other things going on. Like it's so normal. And so look what you've learned and how you lost your weight. And if for whatever reason you did gain your weight all back, it doesn't dismiss or take away from the fact that you lost it in the healthiest of ways the first time around. And yeah, maybe you have more to learn about how you um, manage your stress in life, about how you prioritize yourself in life. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't mean that you failed. That just means that you are human. And I think we need to normalize different, different, you know, fluctuations in our life where we're able to focus on ourselves, where our stress levels are lower, where everything is aligning. Do you know what I mean? And also that those fluctuations on the scale, I'm go from 119 to 130. I've sat at 130. My weight at in before the Christmas holidays went up to 140. I was at my doctor's office and 140. And I'm like, oh my God. And I was so into, I know what I need to do and not really focusing on the things I needed to do um, to the extent I needed to do them. I need to go see my doctor. I got on some antibiotics and I'm, I've been focusing, managing my stress, my sleep. I am still 130 today. Yesterday I was 132. The day before that, 134. Back down again today, 130. Do I feel like an imposter? Do I feel like a failure? Do I feel like I can't do this? Do I feel like I'm respond like, oh no, I'm a bad um, representation of my program? or now I can't inspire 28,000 people to lose weight. No, because you know what? It's real life. I yeah. think that's it. Life is effing hard and it's even harder mm -hmm. to live your life and to lose your weight, right? And you, what you've already done, you can do it again, depending on how much the scale has gone up. And then maintaining it is a whole other beast. I think people might not understand what needs to be done in maintenance to really move on from it. And I think working through these fields is a big part of that. So mm -hmm. I think if you're feeling the feels and you're open to working through them, you're doing it. Yeah. You're not an imposter. You're still doing it. You know what I mean? You're still an inspiration because you're here. Exactly. And I this is going to be, this is going to be a stepping stone. Like they're going to rem remember that you were at this place and not want to come back here again. Or if you do come back here, you'll recognize it quicker. So it's not like it's, just done and maintenance is just done. Like it is a work in process. It is, you know, it yes. is a stepping stone to recognize it the next time or recognize maybe a different situation the next time. And I, yeah. and I also think that we're not accountable for other people's inspiration. People are going to be inspired by whatever resonates with them. And sometimes yeah. you could put out the most, Oh, I have this inspiring thing that I'm putting out mm. in the world. And you know, it might like, everybody's going to feel differently about different things. Right. So even yeah. just, just living your life, you're inspiring somebody in your life. So just think about it that way as well. You're not accountable for other people's inspiration. You're accountable for yourself yeah. only, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I love this post from Laura. Yes, I, I get this totally. I never thought about it, but I totally put a ton of pressure on myself to be a role model for the friends I brought into the program as I'm the only one in maintenance. I think I should be more honest with them as I feel like I only let them see the Laura who has it all together. Oh, yeah. yes. I've got goosebumps. I, I wish we could see. I do not, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like you feel like you have to have it all together all the time. And that's like you said, it's not real life. I'm so glad that Laura wrote that, that she said that because you want, you feel like you have to put this forward. You have to be this. Yeah. Like, it's like almost like, so that social media picture, like with the apple in the mirror. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's like the apple is perfect yeah. on one side, the reflection, but there's a big bite out of the back. Like you want to show the whole thing. You want to show everything, be open and honest and you'll feel better. And the people around you will feel better and appreciate it too. Ooh, I just, yeah. um, I had a conversation with my daughter and she's been really struggling with her mental health and she's been through a breakup and her whole life. And she's like, I feel like all my friends thought I had it together. I had this great relationship. I have my own apartment downtown. I had this job. I had that. And now she's got to almost start again, which I told her she's not starting again. She's just opening up a new chapter. Right. But I mm -hmm. felt that like this, but I, my, I like all my friends know me as look, Gila, she's got it all together and she's lucky and she's this and she's that. And she's like, I'm none of those things anymore and I'm like yeah welcome to life honey <laughs> like you know what I mean yeah oh I felt it so huge when she said that you know yeah Oof. and it's and you don't it, it's it's hard when you think of like making this you feel like you're becoming a new person and and or you mm -hmm. have to become a new person but you don't have to become a new person it's just a different version it's just another step it's just another chapter like you said opening up a new chapter so you're still that same person you're still the you're still the friend that the people around you want to be around yeah. you're still that same person you're just evolving you're just you know shifting yeah, I think it's in those uncomfortable feels. And I think you're so in tune with this process that you're actually aware of your evolution. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's like I said the, this morning on the live, like I, I don't, I'm not into people's shit anymore because I'm just getting old. And I think that's part of, it's getting old when you get to that place older where, and you guys would know you're so young. Um, <laughs> you know, when you, you know, you hear you hear that you're coming into your own and you're calm and you don't give a crap. I think with this process, it almost at any age puts you in that frame of mind because you're so in tune with what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Do you know what I mean? That you feel everything just like, you know, when you feel great, you feel amazing. When you feel like balls, you feel like balls. And when you're thinking and working about things, like you're actually aware of the things that you're working through. And if, if there's a feeling that you have and it keeps coming up and it's an uncomfortable feeling, you want to feel that feeling and be like, like, why do I feel like this? Like, it's totally okay that I do, but there's got to also be a message in that. Like, maybe it's time that you do step into who you are even more, not that you pull yeah. back and you know what I mean? Like really be that person. You did this person who completed this program. That is so cute. You showed up every single day. You persevered. You worked through this. You worked through that. Like you, you really worked your freaking ass off to get here. You need to own that, you know, mm -hmm. not make excuses for what you did or didn't do because the scale is fluctuating or you had some donuts or indulge in the holidays, you know, I think yeah. it just really, you go deep, you go deeper into feelings. I think after a process like this, there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, I think you do. And, you know, we talk, we talk so much about um, self-care you know, mm. and listening and acknowledging those feelings is a part of it. Like self-care is just not slapping on a face mask and taking a bath. Uh, like self-care is really listening to those, those feelings that come up, those emotions coming up and, and giving them some time, right. Giving them some time to acknowledge them. And, you know, part of that is self-talk. And it, you know, when those feelings come up, if you're talking to yourself negatively, why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this? And, you know, and I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be thinking this instead of I'm going to use this to catapult myself forward. I'm going to use this to help me grow and get out of where I am now and get to where I want to be. You know, I think it's self-care is also that self-talk that you do and and allowing those feelings to come and growing from them. Yeah. And I see you're making notes. <laughs> always, always. You know, I just wanted to say, you know, I think that this is really evident that our journey is never really going to be done. Our own journey of self-discovery. You know, we've taken going through the program and making these massive changes. We've we've transformed, you know, we are still the same core person, but we've transformed in so many ways, you know, our relationship with food, the way we talk to ourselves, our mindfulness, the way that we handle ourselves, you know, but we're always going to have insecurities, whether it's about, you know, our bodies or, you know, we've, neg- we're, we're done that, or, you know, we feel good about our bodies. Now it's about, you know, let's say our relationships or, you know, whatever is it is, we're always going to have these insecurities. And we're sometimes, you know, I'm just reflecting on kind of, my situation right now, I'm, I'm dealing with my own thing. And I think that it's so important. Like I'm so easy to like give advice and be honest and put myself out there. But when it really looks, when I'm really trying to look internally, I find I still, I'm so honest outside. And then I'm holding all these feelings and harboring all these insecurities. And instead of having uncomfortable, like I'm always having uncomfortable conversations with everybody else, but I don't have these uncomfortable conversations with myself. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. it's just like, ah, you know what I mean? Like we're, this is always going to be something we're always going to have insecurities. And I think that that's where we really need to be honest with ourselves and, you know, also not like know that we're, we've, we've done a massive thing here and that we're moving towards an um, even bigger life because we've gone through this process. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need to, you need to normalize the feels and normalize everything that's happening as part of the finally and forever process, right? Like it's like you're on the road to Disneyland and then you finally get there and then you're just, you're tired because it took a long mm. time. Now you got to deal with your family. Now you got to, you're frustrated because, you know, some lady in line is being a bitch and your kids are tired and grumpy. You know what I mean? Just because you were so excited to get there and you worked so hard to get there doesn't mean that when you get there, it's all sunshiny and rainbows and you're just like, it's amazing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm sure it's going to be fun, but it's not going to come with its frustrating moments. And then was this the right choice? And oh my God, everything's expensive. And why did we decide to do this? You know, I want to talk about uh, Monica here. Wow. Oh my God. I totally feel this way too. Pressure on myself to be inspirational to many friends and family I have brought into Gina's program. What if I gain the weight 
bath. What will they think of me for? Think of me. Um, need to be more forthcoming. This is where I love. With the mm -hmm. many doubts, brain dialogue, and lack of confidence that I need to go through to get where I'm at. Just what Anna was saying. Great conversation here. But also, I was thinking the three of us, we're having the conversations that we need to normalize with people. This, when people talk about weight loss and losing weight, it's not like what low fat muffin recipe are you making? These are the conversations that you mm -hmm. need to be having. We're having them. You know, this is this, the, the if you have a, a WhatsApp chat with people who are doing the program or whatever, like these really are. This is why I love the lives, right? Because these really are the conversations that you need to be. We need to normalize that weight loss is so much more than mm -hmm. eating less and exercising more. Do you know what I mean? And especially mm -hmm. when it comes to sustainable weight loss. And I think maybe it's a women thing where we're trying to be strong or whatever that might be. I, I don't know what it is, but you, you, we all need to have these conversations and normalize what the journey is really like and the feels are normal. And mm -hmm. do you know, like this is, I, I just, I feel this one. Yeah. yeah, this is finally and forever, right? This is finally and forever. You know, it's not about the food and not about making the same, you know, high protein, low carb choices every day. Yeah. It's not about that. It's about dealing with the feels and the issues and the associations and the insecurities so that you can live this life and discover something else that you need to delve into, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And I think and it's pretty amazing to talk about being forthcoming. Like when you if you have those conversations with the people around you and you want to say to them, listen, I'm having a day today of all I've had is wine and cheese and that's all I'm going to yeah. have today. But yeah. tomorrow we're going to be in this again together. Like, you know, let's be honest about that. Let's, you know, work, let's work through those honest conversations because you're going to really pull yourself and those people up around you. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with the conversations you're having to other people with other people. This conversation is nothing like I've ever heard on any other program I've been on in the past. Wow. It's so real and raw. And it's amazing to know that others are thinking and feeling the same way on maintenance. Yes, this, right? Like this, this, that, like Melanie. Yes. Like, absolutely. Like, I think this is why we need to have, like, you know, I'm always like, you know, I, I'm trying to talk more and more about people. I don't want it to make it be about people who are always struggling because the percentage of people struggling in the weight loss program, right. for example, are few right. and far between. But I want to just, I want to bring the realness to it. I'm doing these um, Ask Me Anythings over on my Facebook page. And, you know, I'm not skipping over the ones that are saying, oh, I'm having a hard time. Or have you had anyone who gained the weight back? Like, yeah, lots of people do. It doesn't mean that they're failures. It just means that they need to continue to work on maybe old habits or beliefs or priorities prioritizing themselves. You know, I think, I think that's also why, like I show, um, sure. Sometimes I have a nice bowl of fruit and a nice lunch, but other times I am eating out and eating things. And, you know, like this morning, interestingly enough, if you go on my Instagram, I posted this photo. I was trying to pop in, you don't do my thing where I check into Instagram. I'm like, hi, happy Monday. And I was just like, oh, fuck, like what day is it? And then I looked at my desk and I thought, should I post it? Should I not? And I like, my desk is a mess. I look like I'm a hot mess. And I just, I posted it because I'm just like, this is me. I'm not going to clean up my desk. And are you really going to think less of me? Or I don't know what you need to know about weight loss because I got some lipstick out and I, I have like not mm -hmm. one, not two, not three oh my God. four One, mugs on my two, couch you know what I mean three yeah like <laughs> I'm a hot mess man I'm yeah. a hot mess 
Um, I think we, I think we do need to to normalize that, and um, you know, yeah, it's such a safe place to share our doubts and fears with others who feel the same way. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think I think that's really important. It's I think there aren't spaces like that to allow conversations like this, and I think you know when people do put themselves out there, a lot of people feel like they do get attacked, and people are lonely, and a lot of people don't have support systems either. That's a whole other conversation when you don't have anyone mm. to talk to or feel like you can't. You know, I think that's why this group is so important, um, because, you know, we had the weight loss group that really supported us through this journey. Like even me as a member before I even worked here, like I really leaned in, even if I didn't ask the questions, I was there as part of the conversation. I listened to it. I watched it. I, I you know, all that stuff. And we were able to share all the feels in that group. And we yeah. got a response, you know, in my, in my day when I did it, you know, it was from you or from, from, you know, the, the small staff that you had or whatever. And now we've had this whole team that's supporting, but the thing is, is that we really felt supported. And then it's like, go on like a lot of diets. It's like, go off and do your thing and live your life. Mm, and yeah. that's when it's just like, what, you know, and that's why it's so important, you know, to use this, like, look how many comments are here saying, I resonate with this conversation. This is what we're here for. Let's have this yeah. conversation. We don't have to wait yeah. until, wait until Wednesday. Let's talk. Let's set our intentions for maintenance. Let's really be there for each other and really utilize this space that you know we've created for us and and have it the way that we we need it. You know what I mean? We need it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Let's talk about because we don't have a lot of time. Action items. Um, Virginia, I'm such a rule follower, so following 91 days was easy. And there are no rules per se while in maintenance. Yeah, unless you're mm -hmm. repeating the program to solidify. But at some point, you've got to go into personalizing the plan. You, you know what I mean? You got to be testing those waters and moving on. So, so what are some action items? What, what? Let's give people some tools here. So, when I feeling insecure or I'm dealing with a feeling that I'm struggling with or something's bothering me or something I'm feeling, you know, like maybe imposter syndrome, I I don't. I don't try to not be that. I try to ask myself why I feel like that. Mm -hmm. So this is sort of my tip I'm dealing with. Like why mm -hmm. is the same thought running through my head? Why do I have this icky feeling? What what is it? What and not like what's the message for me? And a lot of times I don't sit there and wait for it to fall in my lap. I'm just like I'm. I know it may seem silly, but I am open. Like I get it. You're trying to tell me a message. There's a message here for me to learn. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm open to receiving it. And usually, just maybe the next day or the next day it's like oh you have that aha uh -huh. this is why i do that mm. or this is what i'm triggered by or this is oh i'm feeling like this you know what i mean so i think just being open to the fact that you are feeling the feels having some thoughts not really sure maybe not being all that you know motivated maybe on shaky ground but just recognize where you're at because i think that's the first step mm -hmm. to working through whatever you need to work through so that's my advice and then ask questions we're here to support you yeah, I, I think that mine is very similar to yours. I used to be in a place where I would just, if I wasn't feeling great or I was feeling off or, you know, aggravated or whatever it might be, I just let myself feel that way. But I never wanted, I never figured out why. Like, what, mm. what's getting to me today? What's bothering me? Why am I feeling this way? I mean, sometimes it's hormones, but sometimes yeah, there's yeah. something that's a little bit deeper. And so allowing myself to, to feel that way, but then also thinking about it. What, like, you know, what is it that's, that's putting me in this spot right now? What's going on around me? What am I hearing? You know, what yeah. am I seeing and what am I hearing that's bringing me here? And recognizing and allowing it to come, but not letting it just sit there. Yes. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and for me, I like all of that, of course, and really stop ignoring yourself. Like I said earlier, like I, it's crazy how open and honest you can be in your real life and then realize one minute that you've been ignoring so many feelings, you know, um, yeah. like you always say, you can't gain weight without feeling it, but you can ignore it. And that's a problem, right? Like yeah. you can see it and ignore, ignore it. it. And that's an issue. And, you know, honestly, yes, there's no rules, but I think that the one rule that you really need to take into maintenance and beyond is to trust yourself. Like even, you know, we had somebody talk about uh, exercise in the group today who they wanted to incorporate exercise and how to change their, the way that they're, you know, living their life, like to, to be able to incorporate that. And really the bottom line is, is trust yourself, trust that you've established this amazing mind body connection. Don't Mm -hmm. ignore yourself because you're just going to get right back to where you were in the first place. And just understand that if your body needs more above and beyond than what you're giving it, it will ask and you Mm -hmm. will hear it because you've allowed yourself to to be able to do that, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to put that exercise because so many people are afraid to start exercising because they're hungrier. I'm like, well, then eat. Your body's letting you know. So what the fuck is we're out of time? I do want to say we also cover this as well, Kathy. Why do we self-sabotage? when maintenance is so important and we know it, I've been trying to follow the winter weight loss session, but things keep sneaking in. Well, isn't that a question to ask yourself? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Why? I don't know. Why do you keep doing that? You know, Um, again, you don't have to figure that out today, tomorrow, the next day. You just have to be aware that you are doing it. Set those intentions, end of day reflections, keep that shit contained, keep showing up. Even if you don't know why you'll figure it out. You'll have that aha moment. We've got to go. Mm -hmm. Ladies, we're out of time. My goodness. I love this conversation. Odette, real quick. I know we're doing a giveaway, fun giveaway. What else do we have uh, coming up? We did have some technical difficulties with that giveaway, but it's up. It's there. It's ready for you guys to post yourselves in motion. We can't wait to see it. They're slowly trickling in and we understand maybe not everybody got some movement in today, but over the next week, get some movement in and and show us because we want to see it. On Friday, we have a great post about um, your new relationship with food. So I know at the the end of the weight loss um, programs, we always ask that survey, survey, survey. And we love to hear when people say they have a new relationship with food. So what does that mean? Yeah. That's what we want to know. What does that Ooh, mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. But get love moving, that. get moving because we want to see it. So amazing. All right, ladies. Uh, thank you. Thanks for everyone watching. Uh, we'll see you next time. Have a great rest of your night. Bye. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.